Today, we're talking about one of the most important decisions couples have to make with their finances that unfortunately too many of us have been ignoring, where you bank. Today, we're going to see how you can find the best place to stash your cash to save and earn more money. Welcome to the Couple Money Podcast, where we're focused on helping spouses get on the same page, dump their debt faster, and get on the path to financial freedom together. Support for this podcast comes from 5 Days to 5K Course. A big headache for many couples in the community is they know what they need to do. They need to knock down this debt or save up for a big goal. The question is, where does this money come from? Budget's tight. So I designed a free week-long course that will show you step-by-step how to find, save, and make some extra money. And it's broken down into manageable chunks because I know we are all busy. You can sign up at couplemoney.com 5k. All this month, we've been talking about big decisions you need to make about your health insurance and investing that will have an impact on your finances next year and beyond. These are things you should care about for sure, but I want to cover a pretty crucial decision that you don't want to ignore, your bank accounts. It's easy with everything that we have going on day to day to not pay attention to where we bank. After all, it doesn't make a big difference, right? Well, where and how you bank can either help you reach your financial goals faster if you've got a great banking partner, or it can hinder and drain your wallet if you have a dud. I really want you to have a win with us. In this episode, we'll get into why, where, and how you bank matters. Three alternatives to the big banks that can save and make you more money and how to easily set up and automate your finances. Let's go. If you listen to this podcast for a bit or you've been on the site, you know I'm about big wins. Part of that is out of necessity. We both work and we're parents of two young kids. And so to us, while saving money is important, we're also trying to be wise with our time. And I'll give you an example of how that shows up with our finances. Let's take groceries. Now, I know there are plenty of people and sites that talk about how you can save a lot of money by clipping coupons for every trip that you do to the grocery store. And yes, you can save some money. But for us, it's not time well spent. We're mainly digital, so finding those coupons, unless it is an easy win with an app, we're just not going to do. Now, others will go and shop four or five different stores to get the best deal on every single item on their list. Kudos on optimizing the dollars, but again, I feel like time is your most precious resource. I don't want to spend a lot of time driving around town every week or month just to get that done. For me, this is what I did. I went ahead and set up a price book of the most common items we get each week for our groceries. And then I looked at the stores in the areas, compared prices, and found the best store overall that gave us the price we wanted and the quality that we needed. Yes, it's a little work up front, but it's really paying in dividends. It saves us a ton of time now. We still get the food that we want and save a significant amount on our groceries. And that's how I feel how we should approach banking. 
a little work up front now can make a huge difference because not all banking options are the same. Unfortunately, we found that out personally when we first got married. So when we were deciding where to open up our joint account, it was basically down to two choices in our minds. It's either going to be Wachovia, which is now Wells Fargo, or Bank of America. And no, we didn't do a ton of research. Honestly, we picked those two out because we already had student checking accounts with them. And while we weren't thrilled with the service, we thought, well, what's the big deal? They're all the same, right? Long story short, if you've been on my site, you know the option we went with was not the right option. We had to deal with bill pay, taking from the wrong accounts, other people's information showing up on our dashboard, delayed bill payments, and ridiculous fees for minimum balances. I've heard that some of those things have been fixed, but there's still a lot of headaches people have banking with a lot of the big banks. It seems like they're not getting the service that they need or want, but they're certainly getting nickel and dime. And you know what the most frustrating part was for us? It seemed like it was pulling teeth to get the bank to fix things when they messed up. Take that situation where we had someone else's information showing up on the dashboard. We called in and the customer service rep was trying to tell us how secure things were and that we weren't seeing someone else's account. They finally got it when we were showing them line by line. We were saying out loud, not only with the charges were, but the address of the person whose credit card information was showing up. It was like they could not go off script, which may or may not be the case. I don't know. But for all the hassles, we really weren't getting anything out of it. Our savings account, we got a report every quarter that showed the interest that we earned, and it was a joke. Literally pennies. We knew we needed to switch. We didn't have a ton of money at that time, but we felt like we could do better. And yes, it was a little bit of a headache because who likes to make change? But we are so glad we made the leap. Maybe you're in the same boat. You want to have better service, but you just don't want to mess things up. You have your paychecks coming in, your bills going out, and you don't want to change things. But I'm telling you, it has made a world of difference for us. And if you're updating HR with your health insurance, and your investment options, seriously look at switching up where you bank. Of course, when you talk about that, you have to really sit down and list, what do we need to get out of our bank? What do we need to not only take care of the bills, but actually start building up some wealth? So if you're sick and tired of getting nickeled and dimed by your bank and not getting the service you want, I want to give you three options that can really help you out to make sure that you're getting the service you deserve and your hard-earned money is working for you. Here are the three options. Online banks, community banks, and credit unions. Now, why are these good places to check out? Well, let's take each one of them. With online banks, you get a lot of the same services, if not everything you can get at a brick and mortar bank, except for you can't visit branches. But that is actually a benefit because they don't have to maintain those branches. That means that the cost savings part of it will go back to you. And that was our original switch. We went from the big bank to an online bank and we've been happy with their service. 
Another option, if you're more of a person, you love that face-to-face contact, being able to go uh, walk inside a local branch and get a problem sorted, then you might want to look at community banks. Again, the same services that a lot of the big banks offer, but you're typically going to get lower fees and you're going to get more personal service. And then finally, credit unions. We have an account with a credit union. Actually, when we bought this house, being credit union members was a financial benefit. And that's because of how credit unions are designed. On an earlier episode of the podcast, I had talked with Joe Mecca from Coastal Credit Union. That's who we bank with. And he explained why you can see some significant savings with credit unions. Banks and credit unions typically offer many of the same things, um, especially from a consumer standpoint. We offer checking accounts, savings accounts. We offer certificates, money markets, most of the types of loans that you would find at at every bank. We do mortgages, credit cards, home equity lines, loans as well, Um, auto loans. We do personal lines of credit. Um, So so from a product and service standpoint, we're we're largely on par with what most of the larger and and community banks would have to offer. Uh, The the biggest difference is really the structure of how, how we're set up. You know, while banks are shareholder-owned and, and really exist to you know, be profitable for their shareholders, uh, credit unions are cooperative. So we are completely owned by our members. And every person who belongs to a credit union um, has an equal share and an equal say in how the credit union operates. Uh, being member-owned allows us to, to offer a number of advantages that uh, I don't think you know, a person would get by simply being a customer of a bank. For starters, we generally have more favorable rates, um, and that's both on the deposit side and on the loan side. And that's what I love about a credit union. It's that the way it's structured where you're not a customer, you're a member, really sets it up that the rewards, when they're profitable, come back to you, whether it's lower interest rates on loans or higher interest rates on savings. And depending on the credit union you go with, you can get some extra benefits that you may not be able to get at a big bank for free. For example, at Coastal, all the members have free identity recovery services, which nowadays with all these data breaches seems almost like a necessity. So if you guys have some time over the weekend, set this up, start hunting around online, or if you prefer in branch, and get a short list of places to move your stash. Like I said, this can be a great time of year to do this because you're already talking to HR to get things switched over with your health insurance and you're updating them on your investment options. Now, when you're looking for your checking and savings accounts, there's probably like a list that you're going to come up with and we're all different what we want, but I want to give you a list of what worked for us when we were hunting for a better banking option. Well, first of all, we needed a place that was reliable. If we're going to put our money there, we wanted to make sure that it was safe. So we were looking for FDIC or NCUA insured banks and credit unions. And for checking, we were looking for no maintenance fees. This is our hard earned money. Why are we paying extra for that? Did you know that the average checking account incurs over $97 a year in fees? We also wanted to make sure they had an app, an online presence, because we do a lot of our banking from home or on the phone. Also, bill pay should definitely be free and fast. 
And while we don't use a lot of cash, we do like having conveniently located ATMs. And if you're thinking about a credit union or a community bank, you no longer have to worry about that. I think that was a concern for a lot of people that they would be stuck with only local ATMs. But there's different networks out there like Allpoint that can make it accessible without you getting hit with ATM fees. And then finally, and to me, just as important as everything else is good customer service. Nobody is perfect. Something can go wrong. And when it does, I just want it to get fixed quick and easy. And I want to have some respectful service. So I hope that helps you. If you need a guide or you want to get more details on how we did this, I'm going to include that in the show notes. Now, wherever you choose to bank, make sure you automate your finances. It can be a huge win for you guys. I know it has been for us. It takes a little bit of time to set up, but it saves you so much more time. We've, I want to say it's about 20 minutes a month total to go over the bills and adjust things. We have everything automated, all our bills. We went ahead and we make sure that it's deducted from our side. I know some companies will offer to do the auto deduct on their end, but we found that we have less hassles and less mistakes and we can control the timing of things better when we pay from our bill pay. The only exception was when we had the student loans and there was a financial benefit. We got a deal on the interest rate. So if you can, go ahead and set up all of your bill payments there. And then if you're off a little bit with, say, the cable bill, the power bill, it's higher or lower than you expected, you can quickly and easily adjust that. Again, if they have an app and online presence, it's not even five minutes to change that. And another thing, do not wait till the end of the month to set up your transfer. Something that's made a huge difference for us is timing our deposits into savings. What we do is the money comes in direct deposit into the joint checking. And the next day after it's cleared, it's scheduled to go into savings. It's just like a bill. It's scheduled, it's set, and we try to have it as close as the deposit, making sure that it goes through, and then sending that money away. Why? Because if you wait till the end of the month to do your savings or the end of your other bills to do the savings, more than likely you're going to find that there's no extra money to save. By putting that ahead, treating it like a bill, paying yourself first, you can reach your goals. That's how we actually were able to save up for this basement renovation that we're in the middle of, is that we treated it like a bill and we set up the transfer. And another tip, with your checking account, even though you have a great budget and you guys are doing your money dates on a monthly basis, something that can help you out is having a buffer. It's going to cover you from unexpected expenses and irregular bills that you may have forgotten about. So an extra 100 or 200, 300, whatever you guys decide, have that in there and have that be your buffer. I hope that helps you guys take care of the most crucial part of your finances your bank accounts. I want you guys to have a big win this year and beyond. Before we wrap up, I want to focus in on some key takeaways that have made a huge difference for us when it comes to where and how we bank. The first is treating our money like a business. 
You know, when we got hit with those fees from the big banks, it wasn't something personal. They weren't trying to mess our finances up, but they were trying to be profitable. It made us realize that we had to have a similar mindset. Looking at our finances, what was going to be the best option for our situation and our goals? For us, it was moving our money to a different partner. And our second takeaway is related to that. Where you move your money, make sure it's a financial partner that you feel comfortable with and will help you grow your stash. We're much happier having our money with an online bank and the local credit union because we know that we are being taken care of. If we have a problem and it's very rare, we can easily get the help we need. And we're not getting ridiculous and needless fees. And finally, set up your finances so your money is moving where it needs to by default. We're all busy. I have to be honest, there are times during some weeks where I barely have a chance to catch my breath just because we have so much going on. But it's nice knowing that because our finances are automated, the bills are getting paid, we're transferring money to savings, and we have automatic contributions that's going towards our investments. So take some time. Yes, it's a little bit of work up front, but it will make your life so much easier. Now, if you want to discuss options that are out there, maybe compare notes on where and how to automate your finances, please join me and us over at Thriving Families. It's a free, private, and positive Facebook community where we just swap notes and talk about what's going on with our finances and work together to get the best options for each other. You can find us at couplemoney.com slash FB. Hope to see you there. tip to Joe and Coastal for their help. As always, I'll have links in the show notes over at Couple Money with all the resources we mentioned today, plus more, including my free money toolkit where you can find the best apps to help you save and earn more money. Next week, we're doing another round of community Q&A, so please send your questions in. Our theme song is by Gentle Regime, additional music by Lee Rosevere. Finally, and most importantly, thank you so much for listening and sharing. I really appreciate you guys getting the word out. I know this month we've been doing a lot of meat and potato episodes. Maybe not the most exciting episodes, but these are definitely helpful and can have a huge impact on your finances and your friends' finances. So thank you for sharing. Continue sharing them and let me know what topics you want me to cover. I hope you have a fantastic week. Take care. 